Welcome to Arkansas AgCast, your source for the latest news and views in Arkansas agriculture. Arkansas AgCast is produced by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation. I'm Ken Moore. On this edition of Arkansas AgCast, I'm visiting with Matt King, Director of Public Affairs and Government Relations for the Arkansas Farm Bureau, and we're going to be discussing what happens if Congress is not able to pass uh, a new farm bill by the September 30th deadline, which is looming very, very quickly in just a few days now. A House-Senate conference committee has been working on a compromise and and a new agreement for the uh, 2018 farm bill, but at this time they have not come to terms at this point, and uh, that's leaving farmers across the country in limbo, not knowing if the risk management programs they need to qualify for operating loans will be available. Matt, uh, what happens if they're not able to uh, come to terms by uh, October 1st? Where do we go from here? Ken, I think it's pretty clear right now that we're not going to have a farm bill by October the 1st. We haven't even seen anything go to the Congressional Budget Office as of this time. There was a lot of talk back in early September, right after the very first public hearing on the farm bill, where each one of the conference committee members gave their their, their uh, opening statements on this. But ever since then, we've had leadership has been behind closed doors trying to negotiate uh Specific aspects of this farm bill, particular hanging points include the nutrition title, the commodity title, and the conservation title out there. But we haven't seen any kind of movement on any of those and uh, starting to hear more and more rumblings from the leadership that this is very likely going to be something that we have until December to get done instead of October 1, as we've heard uh, all through the summer. So we'll we'll see this thing likely come up. Sometime in late November, December is when they'll actually get serious about the farm bill right now. As far as producers go, we still have our our different uh, ARC, PLC. Those support programs will remain in place. We'll be able to, those payments and things will still be able to be made. Other programs at the USDA are authorized also through December. Those that are not, when we see this omnibus spending bill that will come through here in the next couple of weeks from, from Congress, those those programs will be taken care of in those spending bills. So we're actively, uh, anxiously rather, anxiously awaiting the the new farm bill to get some language from Congress to see what's going to happen. The nutrition title remains one of the most contentious issues in this farm bill. You had stark differences between the House version and the Senate version. House had a lot of work requirements and things like that that were added in it that you that Republicans would like to see remain in this very whereas to have something that can get the necessary votes on the and the on the senate side it's going to have to be something that's more is more in line with what the senate version is so very likely once these negotiations are done there'll be some aspect of this where both sides come out claiming victory but it's not going to be it's going to be somewhere between the house version and senate version and just kind of explain a little more. If we go into December, uh, you know, under the current law, then uh, does that allow farmers to go ahead and go to the bank, make their planting decisions for 2019? Under, under the conference committee bill, as far as 
what's in the House version, the Senate version, there's very few changes to the ARC and the PLC program. So whatever bill, whatever bill comes out, it's going to be have similar programs. There may be some some new uh, opportunities for new signups and things like that to decide if if the producer wants to do ARC or if they want to do PLC. They'll be they'll be able to make that that uh, decision again. But they're, they'll probably make that sometime after January. One of the other important aspects of all this from a farm policy perspective, uh, we've talked earlier about the, the trade, mitiga- trade retaliation mitigation package that the USDA has announced. Um, producers know for soybeans, $1.65 is what the payment is on half of your production. The USDA announced uh, last week that probably by December the 3rd, they're going to make the announcement for what the second half, what that next payment's going to be. If you guys will remember that the the program is dollar sixty five on half of your production, so this December third is going to announce what that new price is for the other half of your production. So those things are helping add some add some support to these prices. We've seen soybean prices go down over two dollars over the last last few months, and now farmers are getting hit with huge basis levels. So there's there's got to be something done to help help these producers get through this this turbulent time with all the the trade issues going on. And I know we uh, this is this this conversation is primarily about uh, the ramifications of not having a new farm bill uh, right now. But as you mentioned, trade uh, new tariffs continue to be levied by both sides, the United States and China. And yet, I'm reading where uh, we're expecting some record production as harvest continues and, and wraps up over the next month. So what are we going to do with all of this record production? To, uh, where are we going to be uh, shipping it? Well, the, the administration and, and the, the, uh, the administration in Washington is working very hard right now. We've seen some announcements come out in relation to Japan, in relation to Europe and uh, South Korea and other countries there uh, about trying to open up some of these markets. We've exported more soybeans to Europe this year than what we have. Uh, in the last few years combined so it's it's been a great market for our soybeans we've seen those that market really take off unfortunately we're trying to make up for for 60 percent of our market's been lost in china and we only have this 40 percent it's going to have to more than double before we start to see see some significant gains there and our producers right now with this large crop that's coming off that's why we're starting to see these basis levels increase because elevators are full they're telling farmers we don't have anywhere to put this grain right now so there's there's a lot of challenges out there and this just underscores the importance of having a farm bill out there so that there can be some certainty and and protection for farmers because whether it's weather whether it's um, this uncertainty with trade or other economic uh, forces outside of their control these guys they, they can't just switch over to another product they can't change their business model this ground will grow one or two crops or this type of animal is what we have the infrastructure to grow it's not like some of the other small businesses and things like that that have other markets that they can go into so hopefully we can get a farm bill to provide that certainty and protection for farmers going forward for the next five years all right matt thank you very much for that update and we'll just continue to watch what happens we know it's an election year and election year politics i know are coming into play in this as well Yes, and that that's unfortunate for for the farmers and ranchers across the United States right now, and that's why whenever 
mentioned they talk about December right now. Really probably sometime after November the 6th before. And Christmas is when we'll start to see some real movement on this farm bill. Um, Senate's preoccupied with other things at this point in time. And once we get into October, the elections will will take front and center focus. So very little will likely get done. Well, they'll have budgets that they'll have to get done during the month of October also. So very little is likely to, likely to shake loose in this until sometime after the election. Been speaking with Matt King, Director of Public Affairs and Government Relations for the Arkansas Farm Bureau.